0: Welcome, everybody, to the Must Read Alaska Show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. And folks, get a special treat today. We got a doubleheader. Earlier today, we had Senator James Kaufman on. And right now, we get the amazing Mayor Edna DeVries on. So welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show, Mayor. Welcome back, should I say.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me. It's always great to talk about what great things are going on in the mat su So I always look forward to chatting with you.
0: Well, our folks really, really appreciate what you're doing up there in the Mat-Su Borough. And you know, one thing that I want to recommend for folks, if you are an elected official, whether you serve on a community council or your city council or or a borough assembly or mayor, take a look at what Mayor Edna Devries is doing. Every week, she goes on Facebook and she gives an update. And this should be the this should be a basic thing that every elected official does once a week get on facebook and give an update sometimes they are five minutes probably sometimes they're longer talk talk to me a little bit about why you do that mayor i know it's probably been a fruitful thing for you to do
1: yes um i i just feel the better informed people are the less uh, concern that they have about government and um and the better they understand what's going on Um, and even though you can't go into detail and you know they say that you we generally try to keep it between three and five minutes maybe seven if we really have a lot of stuff going on but outside of that we don't and uh so uh It's just a recap of the assembly meetings and other things that could be happening. And then also we do a pre-assembly meeting. So just to call attention to some items that are on the agenda. Of course, our agendas are quite lengthy as, you know, many of the municipalities are. So I just try to pick two or three things like, mm, I bet you this would be something somebody would really like to say <laughs> yeah. yes or no, or why are you doing that, or you <laughs> you gone mad, or oh, well, it's about time you do that. It's been needed to be done for a long time. So anyway, yeah, I, uh, and I enjoy uh, people, and, and I, I get a lot of even though, you know, I've been in mayor position at the borough now for a little over a year and a half, I still almost every week run into somebody saying, oh, I just, you know, enjoy that so much. And so uh, it's been very fruitful, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, if people oftentimes don't do it because they just don't start, but you started it, now you can look back and have, you know, 50 of these that you've done over the last year and a half, which is a it's a big effort to keep people informed. So kudos to doing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. So
0: one of the one of the exciting things about the Matsu there's several exciting things. You probably know way more than I do, but it is a growing borough. It's probably the fastest growing borough in Alaska. And they have the Arctic winter games coming to yeah. it in 2024.
1: <laughs> Talk to me
0: about that.
1: Oh, we are excited. Uh, not only just to showcase the borough and the state of Alaska, because there will be a couple of events that will be happening, uh, one in Eagle River and one in Anchorage, so we'll get the community and the visitors and the participants out around in the different areas, but uh, it is uh, just something again that brings communities and in this case even countries together uh, in a common theme and just honoring our youth and their abilities and uh, acknowledging them and hopefully to help them Realize that they can set some goals and be able to achieve those goals and get some recognition for it. Um, And of course, on the board of directors for the uh, Arctic Winter Games, are previous year's participants and award winners. And so they're they're carrying it on. And so it's great. We look forward to have we'll have about. Two to 3,000 participants, and uh, expect probably to have another two to 3,000 visitors, you know, family members, uh, coaches, et cetera. And so uh, it'll pull a little strain because one of the things the valley doesn't have is uh, large hotels. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we have a lot of smaller ones, we have a lot of Airbnbs. so, So people will step up. Uh, to the plate, and we have volu- we need about 2,000 volunteers because uh, we would like to be able to mentor and to be sure that everybody that comes uh, feels like um, they have they take a part of Alaska and the Alaska favor and flavor home with them.
0: And this is multiple countries, like you said. Is this right. Canada? Is it Greenland? Iceland? Is that what it is?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh huh. Yep, Those those countries for sure. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, it is, you know, arctic, 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 right. arctic.
0: <laughs> so the Matsu Borough is hosting this event. Right. What, how mm-hmm. is there, is there opportunities for, excuse me, for people to get involved and how, how would they go about doing that? My guess is maybe go to your website.
1: Right. Yeah. To the Borough website. And if you don't know what that is, of course, just Google, Matanuska Susitna Borough. And even if you can't spell Matnusko Susitna or even pronounce it, you can just do Matsu Borough and it'll pull up. And right on the front page is a place there. Uh, it is a separate 5013 c um, They do have their offices right here in Palmer. And uh, we just had a, uh, a great blessing with the fact that uh, years ago when it was in Fairbanks, the executive director became available. And so we were able to snag her to come down here. So she's been through it. Uh, Of course, times change and things change. Etc., cetera, but uh, she doesn't have the knowledge of organizing it and knowing it pretty much exactly what to expect as, as we walk through this. So that's been a big blessing for, for our borough. And uh, they now have their jackets in. And of course, you know, you can see all of the kind of stuff. And I think uh, they're, they're still, of course, taking donations and sponsorships. Uh, but they're within a half a million dollars of their budget and uh, we're still you know what nine months out so so we're very very happy about that yeah that's
0: awesome we you know we don't have a professional football team we don't have a professional yeah, basketball right. team this is kind of the things that we get to do in Alaska where we have the Arctic mm-hmm. Winter Games and so I hope that it's a, a an amazing time for not only the Borough but all of Alaska and I want to yeah. encourage folks to get Involved, I'll put a link in the description oh, of the, of the um, podcast. So, um, yeah, good.
1: let's Thank talk you. a little bit
0: about the um, matsu Borough Community Survey. You have the survey out. My mm-hmm. guess is that um, you're wanting folks to fill it out. What are some of the reasons why you why you all put out the survey in the first place?
1: Well, once in a while, you know, we need to follow the state law and the state. <laughs> <laws>. <laughs> The state law says that boroughs should have a comprehensive plan and we haven't had one for, I think, 15 years. Good thing the state law doesn't say, you know, you have to have it ever so often. But uh, and so it doesn't set a time frame, but uh, our administration uh, felt like that it was time that we do that. And. Uh, Surveys are one of the easiest ways to find out what people are thinking. Lots of times, as you know, you will have a public meeting and you'll say something and have people raise their hands or people will testify. But there's generally always those that are um, fearful about testifying or, or shy or something. And so this is a way that people can and um, uh, be able to say okay you know and again we've reached out to the community councils in uh, in our borough we have 11 community councils and those are the areas that are outside the city of houston's city of palmer and city of wasilla now all of those uh, cities are of course uh, citizens are welcome to participate, too. But so we're making an extra effort uh, to reach out to them. And uh, I'll be excited to see what the results are. You Sometimes you feel like, OK, well, I think this is the way people would be leading. But you can always be surprised.
0: Yeah. And so is this something that you and the assembly will then, you know, listen to, mm-hmm. compile and have it speak into what maybe the comprehensive plan is going to look like?
1: Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So hopefully that'll be our guide for, you know, then for a few years, but it'll probably take probably close to upwards to a year by the time we get the surveys all back and, and the planning department puts together, you know, a booklet that will probably, you know, it'll end up being probably an inch to inch and a half thick. So, uh, uh, and not only where take our quote, our temperature, where we are, but where we want to be, you know, in two years, six months, five years, as best as anybody can predict what the world's going to look like in that period of time.
0: <laughs> so what is that, how, how far along is the borough on the comprehensive plan side? Is this the front end? Are you guys just kind of starting? Yeah, the just process? starting. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think this survey probably came out mm, maybe two, three weeks ago. So yeah, so it's not, yeah, it hasn't been out very long at all.
0: So for somebody that's yeah. never heard of the word comprehensive plan. What's the, you know, the one hundred one or the basics of it, and why is it necessary for a borough?
1: Well, there's lots of decisions. Hopefully, it will be sort of a guideline. Uh, now, it's not etched in stone. Okay, so if it says X X X, that doesn't mean you can't do X Y X Y or something. But it's supposed to be sort of a guideline for. Uh, so, uh, under our borough, for to say to have a junkyard, a gravel pit, uh, mobile home park, things like that, you have to have a conditional use because outside of the cities, the borough does not quote have zoning. Uh, we do, of course, have subdivisions that have homeowners associations that have uh, covenants, but uh, we don't have zoning. So, if somebody decides that uh, they want to uh, put a junkyard in here or a mobile home park or something like that. And so by looking at that and comprehensive just means big and wide to me. So we want it to be as wide open and as big and to have as many recommendations as, as what the people are saying. Okay. This is what I want the borough to look like for myself, for the rest of my life, for my kids, my grandkids, and anybody else that moves here.
0: Nice. Well, I think I want to encourage folks to keep your, uh eyes and ears open because I think that is an important process for Mm -hmm. not only the assembly and you as the mayor but also just for normal everyday folks who live in your borough to be a part of so um, Mm -hmm. go fill out that survey if you if you live in the borough I want to encourage folks to do that
1: yeah yeah Yeah.
0: so one of the things that's probably a hot topic in the Matsu (laughs) borough is the water body setback it is you have a advisory board that's kind of being formed you've had Mm -hmm. assembly members do a couple opt-eds about the setbacks talk to me about what this is and why is it something that's coming up now
1: okay well uh, the we've had since 1987 uh, the uh, rule saying that if you are going to build a residential lot uh, with lake frontage, now this isn't going to deal with river frontage or creek frontage just because they change too rapidly, but this has to do with lake frontage. And we have I would say probably 5,000 plus lakefront lots in the borough, anywhere ranging from somebody that has a cabin up in Talkeetna uh, to having a very expensive multimillion dollar home down in the core area. So that's been in effect since 1987. People haven't always followed that uh, and or were probably aware of it. Or, and of course, we always have a small percentage uh, that will say, well, I don't care. You know, I want my house here and that's it. So so anyway, and then prior to 1970, uh, 1987, there was some areas between 1973 and 1987 that are grandfathered in. And so uh, what was what is happening in some of the cases, and currently we have about uh, less than 650 people that um, are having problems, whether that's to resale their property or try to get a new loan for uh, renovating their house or repairing their house or something like that. And so uh, that's where, and then in talking to the realtors and the developers as well as the homeowners, um, sometimes the mortgage companies aren't consistent. So there will be mortgage companies that will say, Okay, according to the as-built, your house is, you know, 78 feet from the water setback or 70 feet. And so we're not, if it's 70 feet, we're not going to loan. Now, the preceding owners, maybe their mortgage company wasn't that uh, spiffy regarding it. uh, And they would let it slide and not get a variance on it. And so now, then the second party is is sort of caught in a rock and a hard space. So, uh, looking at some ways to help some of those people. But say we have say we have six thousand uh, lakefront lots that have a structure on them, a residential structure. And if we have a little over six hundred of them, that's what ten percent. So it isn't a lot of uh, people that uh, have find themselves in that situation but to the one person or the 600 that find themselves in the situation it's very severe and so that's why and so the uh we had a recommendation from our planning commission our fish and wildlife commission saying uh let's get a group together and see what we can do so we're right now uh, if anybody uh, hasn't applied or would like to apply until the first of september we're taking names And there's three at-large positions, which would mean anybody, no matter what your background is, whether you have a Violation. Whether you don't never been lived on the lake or whatever, uh, we do have one from the Planning Commission, one from Fishing Game, one from Salmon Halib- uh, Habitat, uh, one from DEC, and one uh, from uh, that has some an engineer that has experience in stormwater and uh, runoff. And so uh, those are the. Uh, the criteria and applications. And again, right on the borough website, there's a big square right in the middle of the page where they can click and fill out. And it's not a complicated application. Uh, It's one page plus they ask you to have, if you be sure you're not a felon or have not been charged with a felony mm-hmm. within the last ten years. So so it's it's very simple. Um, nice. I am I'm they all come to me, and then, like all our other boards and commissions, I will make recommendations, and then the assembly will confirm. We do have an assembly meeting coming up on the 5th, which is next Tuesday. So since the applications aren't due until the 1st, and then, of course, this is Labor Day weekend, so we won't do any appointments then. But then our next assembly meeting, regular assembly meeting, is on the 26th. So hopefully we'll have the committee ready at that time, and then the committee will meet for up to a year. Their report is due back to the assembly in September 2024.
0: And my guess is it's hopefully find some middle ground between Mm -hmm. you can do whatever you want or we're going to tear down your house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hopefully if I able to find some solutions or just be sure that uh, maybe the mortgage companies will all, you know. They will, but they will be consistent. So to say the second owner or third owner, isn't somebody that gets caught in the, in the problem. And so, uh, yeah, that's uh, hopefully, and again, just reaching out, making the government as transparent as possible, and uh, not just allowing elected officials or some appointed officials to make the decisions for the whole borough, but getting everybody's considered. there will be public meetings. Um, that the uh, advisory board will be having where people can come and testify one way or the other, a solution. Really, as you know, people are very smart out there. And so some of our best ideas of, you know, just our... Somebody will just you will stop. So somebody will stop you at the grocery store and start talking about something, and they'll say, "Well, have you ever thought about this?" And of course, lots of times I haven't thought about that, and nobody else has. But it's a perfect solution, and so that's why it's important for us to be able to get everybody's input. So
0: nice. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Mayor, I appreciate your insight on that. Um, so I'll, I'll uh, want to encourage folks the th- those three large at those three at large seats. If you're interested, go apply that. What's the worst that could happen? I think being a part of the public process is very important. And so if, if you find yourself in the Matsu borough and you're passionate about something like this, go apply. Right.
1: Right. That's right. Water quality is very important, I think to everybody. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the challenges regarding, um, not having setbacks. So, uh, That's one of the reasons I think that we want some people at large, just normal everyday folks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we don't have that many regulations in Alaska Mm -hmm. when it comes to um, planning out neighborhoods or houses, you know, if somebody were to live in Portland or Seattle, they're told exactly how many inches their house has to be from the sidewalk and and, right. you know, for the most part, we can do what we want in Alaska. And so every once in a while, there's going to be things like this where, you know, it's it's best to ask before you build a million dollar house.
1: <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, <laughs> yep, you're right. That's so for sure.
0: One of the things that you all have, which is a which is a very exciting thing, because it's it's something everybody loves to do at the end of the summer is throw away all their junk in their yard. So, talk yes, to me about right. this thing that I think you and the assembly put together for kind of a mm-hmm. free trash couple weeks in the Matsu.
1: Yes, yeah, the last two weeks in September, uh, our landfill and our booster station transfer stations that are located throughout the borough will be accepting household trash. Um, now, this is not for the commercial people, or the home builder our developer that has a lot of wood and things like that. So it's not for commercial, but it is for, uh, and we just for the residential. And so we hope also that the people so in their neighborhoods uh, and uh, we're anticipating hopefully not having any white stuff fall from the sky by that time. And so we can get it picked up uh, before we do have snowfall and uh, just improve the looks and the uh, appearance of our communities. I think we all take a lot of pride in having the beauty that we have in Alaska and especially in the Matsu uh, Valley that uh, we want to be able to keep that pristine. So Um, That will be free, Uh, you can just go, Uh, you will not have to be weighed in. One of the assembly people uh, made the notion that uh, the um, vans where they're going to be putting this stuff can be weighed, weighed par- prior and after it's loaded. So uh, hopefully we won't have long lines. You'll be able to just c- pull in on load and pull right back out. So we won't be taking the time to weigh you when you come in and then wait for you to have to weigh and pay when you leave. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, everybody Uh, bringing trash and and doing that we do have adopt the highway project uh, out here in the valley we also have that for uh, adopt your roads so there are special bags that you can get uh, and uh, but of course it's not being charged for now so you don't need special bags you can just put it in your regular uh, bag that you would uh, put your household uh, trash in so we're looking forward to that and hopefully Um, that will help nice we also
0: uh,
1: go ahead
0: i was just saying nice sorry we have a we have a we have an unstable internet connection
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh one of the things just sort of along that line is that the borough started this last year and i don't think you and i have talked about it is we have an app on our um on the uh, website called problem reporter and so if you see a junk car in the right-of-way you your road hasn't been um, graded or it has some potholes or you see an animal running around loose or um, or something like that that you can uh, get on the app, the problem reporter on the website and uh, say it's a road problem where it hasn't been graded. Uh, you, of course, will put in your name and the location. And as soon as you hit the send button, that is immediately sent to our road contractor to just either remind him or for him then to reach out back to you and say, uh, yes, we know it. we haven't graded, but we're it's on our plan to do it you know, tomorrow or the next day or the next week or something. And so that's something, again, that we have our administration, Mike Brown, our borough manager, and the IT department develop, and we're getting some good responses for that. So that way they don't, uh, they can do it 24 hours a day, and uh, so they don't take in uh, have to worry about till eight o'clock in the morning when the borough office closes or if it's Saturday night when they see it, they can go ahead. And uh, I don't know if other areas have those type of things, but again, that has been something that our public has really appreciated uh, to be able to do that. And uh, so we're trying to get people to take, and, uh, take advantage of that.
0: Awesome. So our 30 minutes has went by in a flash. Any last minute things here before we head out?
1: No, uh, the fair is actually going on right now, and uh, it's uh, cloudy out today right now, but uh, at least there's no... uh water coming down from the sky. So if people haven't been out to the fair, come on out to the fair. They've been having uh, record crowds, even though with the rain. So, and again, I just appreciate this opportunity to be able to talk to people. I am readily available my phone number and, and uh, email address is on the borough website uh, on Facebook. I have both my own and mayor's and that has my private uh, cell number on and my uh, regular uh, Yahoo account too. So I appreciate hearing from you and and uh, we're here to serve you and everybody have a great fall.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mayor, for joining us here on the Must Read Alaska show. And if folks want to help keep the lights on here at Must Read Alaska, just go to mustreadalaska.com. On the right-hand side there, there's a little donate button. Every $5, $10, $100 helps keep the lights on here at Must Read Alaska. And until next time, I'm John Quick from somewhere in Alaska. Thank you, Mayor. Mm -hmm.
1: Bye-bye.